welcome to the battleground of the gods. L L L L L L L L L L L L L W W W W seven 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 seven. Welcome, challengers, to Battleground of the Gods. That's my podcast. I am your host, Big Rick Twenty X, and with me today I have Navea Three. Yeah, I don't know about this this voice that you got going on here. It's like a mix between like Bruce and Depp, and it's very confusing. It's time, <laughs> it's time <laughs> for Depp Nation to listen to an episode because he's not here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I'm stuck stuck in the middle. We got worlds to talk about, Nev. I think the, yeah. the other guys did the season eight stuff, but this is the worlds episode. Mm-hmm, Are we talk mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. season seven worlds mm-hmm. and how Ghost Gaming won it all and nothing uh, surprising wh- happened. Wait, 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 what? I got pretty drunk uh, Sunday oh. night with Bryce. I'm just assuming they won 3-0. No, no. Did that no. not happen? That didn't happen. No, I, I, I hate to I hate to be the bearer of good news, but Nev was right. Nev, Nev was right. Nev was right. I did say okay, Dark Horse, you got the PK, the PK but I thought <laughs> I thought what everybody thought. There's no fucking way that was gonna happen again. Two years in a row. Two years in a row and it happens and it was glorious and sort very of. last year it was SK, but yeah, yeah, we get it. I mean, but uh, that's that's almost the same. Almost the they, same. They didn't have they had a new main character, I think. Or mm. maybe maybe Neil Ma was the main character the whole time. Oh. Uh-huh. Alright. Well, you know <laughs> I'm gonna want to talk games, but before we talk games, we're gonna mm-hmm. talk about the other stuff at Worlds. Mm-hmm. Thursday. Started off worlds. Where hold on, I gotta go. I gotta go to the pen channel. There's like four pens. It's pinned in the Discord. I pinned. I pinned it four I'm different sure it's times. Pinned. I think it's pinned. I gotta just. I gotta pull up the schedule here real quick and just refresh my memory of what happened on Thursday during the high res showcase because there was so much stuff. It was like information overload, but it was like super good at the same time. So. Well, Nev, let me tell you, it started with the art of crossovers. And I'm really disappointed that we didn't get the next crossover. But the the <laughs> crossover stuff was pretty cool. It, for me, it was like a... If you had watched the patch notes closely when they did, it was kind of like rehashing that. But I, I, they talked a lot about the, the Avatar and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles battle passes. I was hoping they would hint at the next one. Uh, I think we started in the YouTube chat. Oh, yeah, I had to watch on YouTube because everything else was blocked at work. So, Baji <laughs> Podcast was popping off in the YouTube chat. Hey, uh, yeah, so thanks to Rick. If you are a new listener that has joined us from the YouTube stream, welcome. Dude, Depp came in and tried to blow my cover. Rude. <laughs> Added Baji <laughs> Podcast. I don't think that's it, Rick. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> uh YouTube chat and I did uh you know theory craft on a King of the Hill crossover. So far Very we nice. have Bobby Cupid and Hank Hill Sukiyomi. And we have As long as the Cupid that. has the voice line or a joke <laughs> somewhere that says I don't know you or that's not my that's my person. I don't know you. As long as that's <laughs> one of the vo- voice lines or taunts maybe then I'll be all right with that. Yeah. <laughs> I just 
Somebody asked, well, who would Hank be? And I, was, I just thought of the most ridiculous character I could, and that would be Hank Hill Sukiyomi. <laughs> his that one, ridiculous. His one, he throws propane. His two, he throws more propane. His three, <laughs> we decided to go with crushed up beer cans. Oh, okay. Uh, and is the four more more propane? The four is more propane. Oh, for sure, it's more propane, definitely. What about propane accessories? Propane, propane, because it's both. It's both. Uh, that's the new item tree. Oh, okay. (laughs) Good, good, good. They did the crossover. They did with the with the art of crossovers, though. It was really interesting hearing like the process that they went through it, like like from a business standpoint as well as like the creative side. So that was like really interesting for me because I was like kind of like the guy that was there was just like, hey, I'm here to do the pitches. I am not creative at all. And I'm like, hey, that's me. I could do that. That would be me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was really neat. And um, because of the success with the Avatar and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossover battle passes that they've done. They did say it's like now they have a bit more of a portfolio to show other people. So the possibility of some other big crossovers could be in the future. So yeah, I was I was hoping that they would announce something on Thursday, but I figured with the announcements later well, on in the day did, that that yeah. would have just been overwhelmingly <laughs> like too much. <laughs> yeah, they did. And if anybody's like complaining about crossovers, I've heard people say, "I am like the Avatar one. I am like the Teenage Mutant. There's there are four turtles. Why couldn't they be more?" From the business side of things, this game is seven, almost eight years old, if it's not already eight. Uh, Next season, they doubled down on a whole new... I mean, you guys saw the map. So clearly, they are investing money into developers and artists and game design. That takes money if it was a... If the game was, you know, slowing down, that wouldn't be happening. And I think that these crossovers might have something to do with it. I mean, we saw pro player salaries go up. Coaches' salaries go way up. Uh, there's going to be more opportunities. I think the state of the game is doing very well. So if Hi-Rez can oh, keep yeah. making these deals with Nickelodeon and whoever else, I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. And they uh, the Twitch channel hit an all-time peak. But, yeah, dead game. <laughs> I did not know that. I didn't see yep. that. Yep. It hit 80K. Wow. On the front page too. Well, they did the. I was uh, there. I was there. <laughs> they did the design of God workshop, and I was still at work when this was going on, so it was tough for me to watch this whole thing. But this is like porn for anybody that's ever thought about wanting to make a god. Like they literally walked through every mm-hmm. ability and passive, and like, I mean, it was it was just a whole workshop. They might as well have made that god and then put it into the <laughs> game at the end of it. So basically what they start off with is like an outline of basically like their design process. And so it first obviously starts with a concept, like what god do we want to turn into a playable god in the game of Smite, right? And then they just kind of work down. And basically it was very similar to when I went to the design of god workshop last year. Um, But obviously the one last year was a little bit more cozy, a little bit more... um, uh secluded was tina, there? tina was there tina oh, was there ajax was there um i don't care about ajax Just oh ajax is tina. so fun he's so nice 
I do actually um, love Ajax, but I'm just saying I got eyes for Tina only, you know? <laughs> but they, um, I guess the word I was looking for is intimate because it's, it's only like maybe 50 or 60 people in the conference room when they had it last year. And then, of course, this year it was SWC at home. So it was all streamed on Twitch and there was like 30,000 people yeah. in the Twitch channel when this Which, was happening. So. <laughs> I want to shout out uh, Avi? anybody that did this workshop, Avi. And all the mods. Jithins, <laughs> all the mods, whoever did. <laughs> to do this kind of event at home with Twitch chat is not easy. And you all have the patience of saints. For that one. Yeah, I did see Avi. I did see Avi getting a little bit of copy pasta. I saw that. Uh, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool seeing it. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know how they, how they did that, but that's all so. So it's obviously it's a little harder to like really narrow down like what kind of ideas the community has with thirty thousand people typing in Twitch all at the same time. Most of them complaining about the drops. Or when is SPL starting? Or, you know, whatever. That was a very big question in the YouTube chat. What time are games today? I'm like, there's no games. There are no games. And, like, Um, the comment right above them is exclamation point schedule. It's like, come on, guys. Yes, I know, I know. And that's why I'm saying, like, they have the patience of saints. Because I would have just, I would have answered the question, like, maybe a handful of times. And then I would be like, you know what? Emote chat only. (laughs) Suck it. (laughs) Slow mode. (laughs) <laughs> slow mode and slow emote mode. chat only <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> yeah the guy um, that they did was pretty cool is epona yeah yeah mm-hmm. horse lady yeah and and so many people were like channeling in on the whole stampede aspect and they were like well we could probably do something different other than a stampede and then it, i think it ended up being like the ult is a stampede <laughs> yeah because <laughs> everybody in chat was like stampede but you could do it magical horses instead of real horses because they decided to make her a guardian. I think she should have been a warrior, but that that was me. Well, no, we'll but it get, was. It, we'll it get was really to neat. what's happening there. Uh, <laughs> so they, they did the high res trivia, which I again I didn't get to watch very closely. Other than that, the questions were really hard. They were really hard. I placed in like the top three hundred. Oh wow! In the second that. round, the second round I I got into the top three hundred. Um, but the other two rounds, I did not get anywhere near that, <laughs> like at all. Maybe we'll, cause I don't know if, how much Fro, Depp, and Bryce got to watch this. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll have to have you be the trivia master and try to get through this Ooh. on our own. Well, and I honestly, I was expecting like, so they did the Paladins, because this was a high-res showcase, so it's not just Smite. They also talked yep. about Paladins and Rogue Company. Um, but right before the smite section of trivia, they did the paladins trivia and I barely play paladins. Like I have the champion pack from when it was in beta and I maybe log in like maybe four times a year and just play for a couple hours. And I got a lot of the paladins questions right after like not even playing. So I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. And then the, like the first question is just like. What was like the 66th god that we made? And you only have like 10 seconds to answer. I'm like, I can't even count that quick. <laughs> well, that was smart of them to do because people got have all the resources well, they can. When yeah, no, no. And I, and I understand that. But like some of them were like really ridiculously hard. Like how many, how many chibi skins are there? 
Quick. Twelve. I knew that one. Well, you knew that because you watched it. No, no, no. I I got that one right. (laughs) I I counted them out, too. There's Ama, AMC, Arachne, Toth, Ra. Oh, Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to take up more time. Fenrir, yeah, I did get all of them. I promise. All right, but yeah, so I was like, I was expecting like ability names or like damage numbers or item names or stuff like that, and it was just like really obscure knowledge that I had just had like no hope of of getting right. <laughs> so mad props to them i mean they even stumped um you know some notable uh, members of the community like flare boot who was also probably yeah. expecting some numbers questions <laughs> no no numbers for you <laughs> and then so after they did the trivia they did the cosplay contest which Aries i want to say robbed. everybody that was in that contest and all the runner-ups and everything did an amazing job, and they do something that I can't do, so I have a real appreciation for it. But how yes. the fuck did Ares not win? How did Ares lose? Ares got I, robbed. I get it. The, the guy that did Rama was good. He painted, you know, he, he committed. He painted his skin blue. The bow lights up. But I'm sorry if you look at the Ares skin, the bow lighting so up much just is it's not it doesn't it doesn't do it for me. When you talk about who should have won, do I think it was a great cosplay? Yeah. But there's, like, I don't know what world we live in where that that Ares cosplay doesn't win. Yep. Yeah. I was was a little salty about that, too. I do do love that uh, Cupcake did her own, even though it's Neith, which backlash, go watch the VOD, you, whatever. Um, (laughs) I think he saw it. I think I remember him saying something in the Discord when he saw her on... uh, on the stream. I think he said something about it. And so did uh, Romanova. So that was cool that the, the Paladin's <laughs> community manager. That was really cool that their community managers did a cosplay too. Which they don't have to do. They could have just done that without doing it. But they did it. So I think that's really cool. And they, they had good cosplays I thought. Oh yeah. Then. So after the cosplay contest. At 3 o'clock. We had. Hi-Rez the Rapper. Hi-Rez the Rapper. If you are not aware of all the uh, shenanigans that have been happening on Twitter over the past, I would say probably about a year now. Yeah. Um, there is actually um, a Twitter handle. That it was like, what was it before he had to change it to say Hi-Rez the Rapper? Yeah, it was just like Hi-Rez. <laughs> I think it was just Hi-Rez. And he would just constantly get added about smite or paladins when are you gonna nerf this when are you gonna buff this uh what why are servers down fix servers blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> so. yeah so I, th- I thought that was cool that they had him on now twitch chat being what twitch chat is fuck twitch chat overwhelmingly not that kind listen i if it's i don't care if it's not your music or what you wanted i don't who do you think what one who do you think high res was gonna get fucking beyonce like I don't know what people are thinking, but I don't know what you guys have been up to since uh, this global pandemic happened. That's the first like live music I've seen in a year. So I'm not going to beg and choose on who is performing. I thought it was cool. I thought it was cool that they got somebody. Am I going to go listen to him on Spotify? Probably not. But I thought that was cool that they did that. And then they had him 
in like the patch notes show videos and little skits around the studio, which I thought was yeah. pretty funny. And the and I just I think that was really cool. Like how they just kind of like evolved like <laughs> some Twitter nonsense and actually made it into like a meme and then like actually like yeah, and I incorporated it. Guy wore a fucking yeah. paladin's hat while performing. While while rapping about pussy and guns, man's out here with a with a paladin's hat on. You gotta respect game, respect game, you know? True, true. <laughs> uh, and then we won't go into it too much because there is a whole nother episode of Bot G about the season eight update and the map and everything. But we this is I didn't I'm mad I didn't say this, but I kinda thought like there would be something more than just the god teaser and that was two gods got announced mm-hmm, for season mm-hmm. eight coming up and a whole lot of others got hinted at there's already threads out there on reddit and stuff but tiamat and gilgamesh are coming to smite and i am really excited about gilgamesh i'm pretty sure they're gonna make him a warrior since they call him a warrior and that's what he was mm-hmm. uh, i think tiamat's gonna be a mage but i'm really excited for a new warrior uh and See if he can support a little bit. Maybe jungle. We'll see what he does. I think that's like probably my favorite thing about Smite is just like the new champions and just like kind of theory crafting about what they're gonna be, like like what abilities they're gonna have and and all that kind of stuff. That's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. So I don't know if I've seen a release schedule or remember one if there was of when those gods are going to come out. I don't... I kind of hope they don't come out right at Season 8. I don't think they will, but, like... No, not, guys, not let's on Let's chill January a little 26. bit. I think there's going to be some stuff that they got to balance first before we, uh, you know, start working on two whole... Two, two new god kids. Let's get the map right and the items working correctly. So my, we'll my understanding is Season 8 comes out January 26th, which is two weeks from time of recording. So, um, I, I wouldn't think, I don't think, I don't believe it will be on that patch. I believe it'll be the one after that one because they still have to announce like what TMS abilities are. Yeah. Like actually reveal her. So I would say it will probably be one or two patches after the season eight start. Yeah. I think that sounds about right. I'm really excited for season eight. The map looks amazing. We got to so see fun. a little bit of it because before, uh, before games they had, before you know before the SWC games they had the streamer tournament for charity, and I don't know if you guys got to watch that, but on uh, Friday it was Team Weekend versus Team Hazer or Team Pat. Is it Pat was ahead? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And. I did not know who Mizkiff was before this. I was watching it with Bryce. We tuned into the stream. And uh, I guess Mizkiff is roommates with Tyler One's brother. And they're kind of the same type of streamer. Uh, That's how Bryce explained it to me. And watching him play Smite was so fucking funny. Some people found it a little over the top, but like... That's kind of what I expected. This guy's playing in a big tournament for charity. They got Ms. Kip to come play Smite. And I don't know. I'm smiting. I'm smiting. I'm smiting. I'm smiting. Smite! <laughs> His clip, which is in Stereotype YouTuber's new video, is 
the funniest clip of the weekend to me. Uh, that was We've only been quoting it this entire time. <laughs> yeah, no more call. It's just, I'm smiting. I'm smiting? I'm smiting? <laughs> uh, so Ms. Kiff's team won there. The funny thing was, is like, so Ms. Kiff is on a team with Weekend, Trelly Relly, Solo Double J, and Rexy. So they've got some personalities on that squad. And Hazer gets Thanatos ulted into Raw ult. And I was watching Hazer stream, and he he goes, "Yeah, that that combo right there, their comms must have been pretty good." And then you go over to Mizkiff stream, their comms or their comms are smite. I'm smiting, smite him. That's it. So I thought that was that was pretty funny. It It honestly, uh, it made me reminisce when we were on competitive teams together. Yep, we did have. Sometimes our comms are a bit like that. <laughs> yep. Gab, 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 gab. Fuck, gab, fuck, gab. Kill, gab. <laughs> so that was a good time. So Weekend's team moved on. That was Friday's game. But let's get into the Smite World Championship. Yes. First game of the day on Friday it was Renegade Sanguine. Renegade Sanguine. Renegades versus Sanguine. That's right. Holy shit. I mean, after Shinto's tweets, how he's going to mid-diff everybody. Um, This was a diff game a little <laughs> bit. I'm not really, I don't really think Shinto got mid-diff, but he certainly didn't do any mid-diffing because Renegades took this one 3-0. Uh, mm-hmm. We learned that don't really want to give Barra Apollo. I mean, Ghost seemed to be okay with it, but Barra uh, goes six and one the first game. Lasbra ten and two on Ratatoskar, and they just they just ran it down. I mean, they put Jake on tier. He has to get tier banned again later in the set. And I mean, I thought Sanguine, I thought Sanguine could have matched up well with Ghost, or if they put it together, because I think. The, the remnants of what Sanguine was doing in, like, the first phase made me think that they were really going to have a chance. Or if they put it all together, that they could be a team when they're playing at their peak. It wouldn't surprise me for them to make a run, but Renegades never gave them that chance. Renegades looked pretty clean. Barra looked insane. I mean, Barra Nasty. was Apollo ulting into the back line. He had 12 assists in that first game on top of six kills. Like, he was just putting in work and I think it was really good to see because you know last year was the last year of Jeff Hindla and you know if this tournament ends what happens with season eight and mm-hmm. Barra pl- Barra proved to anybody doubting out there that he can still play at this level really well and be an impactful hunter I thought it was Barra all three games that was just you know, he was doing he was doing everything. He goes seven and zero in game two, and it's like, okay, you can't give him the and three the Apollo and and game three. And you would have thought by game three, Sanguin would have been like, all right, enough, no more Apollo. And they still let it through. And I'm like, this is over. <laughs> like, so as soon as I saw he got Apollo again, I'm like, it's over. <laughs> so yeah, Barra's stat line for the set was twenty one and twenty. That's 20 kills, one death, 20, 20 assists in three games. Yep. That, yeah. I, I think Jake was doing really well to get him ahead. Um, 
not to get too much into detail because we want to move on to the other games, but something that we saw on the set, Variety played RDO Solo twice, and I th- thought it, I thought it was good. I, I thought it started doing more work late. We saw Jake play Tier a couple times. Um, Panatom did break out a Loki, and then we also saw it was a game three. Uh, we saw Naja support come back at Worlds. I thought Jake was good on the Naja. I'm not a huge fan of Naja support, but I mean they made it work in, at Worlds. So they if if you can win like that, okay, Naja supports <laughs> the thing. That's fine. Uh, and this set was the first of the first set I think we saw where Kakulin was gonna be all over this weekend. The whole yeah. tournament. Team's really valuing Cullen, and which surprised went, me. Yeah, it surprised me too. Because when they locked him in the first time, I was like, "Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know." <laughs> yeah. So then, but, yeah. So Renegades moves on. Uh, Shinto had some colorful commentary on Twitter <laughs> after talking a lot of shit. But you know what? I'm I'm okay that he did. There, uh, <laughs> like we talked about in the bonus worlds up, having a little bit of personalities, or even if uh, people need a team to root against. I mean, usually when you have a team like that, half the people like them, half the people hate them. It's good for Smite, I think. Now Honestly, I don't want them to be too toxic, but it, it's good to see some of those storylines. Honestly, you said it last week. Um, you know, after the the placements. You said Twitter was popping off, and it did not stop. In fact, I think it just kept getting <laughs> more Yeah, <laughs> more gonna, as the weekend went. <laughs> we're going to get to that. I got some thoughts on that. Uh, but yeah, Twitter, Smite Twitter was great all weekend. It was, it was fantastic. Great reads. Great reads. <laughs> so the next game. Uh, yeah. This one. This one broke my heart. Uh, Space Station versus PK. Space Station look like they're going to 3-0. They dominate PK two games in a row right off the bat. Dardes is playing well. Raffer's playing well. And I honestly thought that, that it was a support diff for the first two games. Uh, we saw Cherio get Kali, and that had to get banned away. I think they I think he got first banned the rest of the set. Uh, yeah, th- so PK... Originally banned Erlong, Morgan, Guan Yu. They give, uh, they picked Aphrodite away from Dardes. The next four games, they ban Erlong, Kali, Aphrodite. So, and and they did not change that for their top phase uh, bans. Uh, game two, though, still went in favor of SSG. Uh, they, they just looked like a well-oiled machine, and there was, I don't think anything stopping. At this point, it didn't look like there was anything stopping uh, SSG from rolling over uh, or rolling on a PK and moving on 3-0 to play Radiance. And then Game 3 happened. So Game 3, I think, went like 45 minutes. It it went back and forth. You're, you're like, okay, PK's, you know, PK's got to lose, right? Or after this one game four has got to go to SSG. I mean, they, they pulled that one out. 
Uh, I think there was some there was some really bad misplays in a late fire giant fight, but it still looked like SSG was a better team. And then they do it again, game four. <laughs> and Scary D, I think, had I don't know. It's so hard because there could be there's could be so many plays of the tournament. But Scary D on Guan Yu, and he's Scary D's not like the best solo laner during the regular season. But he, for two years in a row, he's looked like the best solo laner at Worlds. And it's not really close. He won them game four with like a four-man Guan Yu ult. And I'm not, I wasn't even rooting for PK. I'm rooting for Space Station. But I'm like, holy, I, I said to Bryce, I said, holy shit, dude. Scary's putting in so much work. Where is his team? His team finally catches up. They wipe SSG and they run it down mid. They win game four. They go to game five. Now, PK in Game 5 is going to be a common theme throughout the whole tournament. <laughs> I don't know why Space Station picks Loki Jungle. Maybe it's something they had in their pocket when they said... But but I think you got to have a pick in a Game 5 win-or-go-home situation. These are the picks that you've got to be <laughs> extremely confident in that we have to win this game or our season's over. Wait, and I what, don't what, think it was Loki Jungle was it. What what if what if it was a meme and it went wrong? Nah, I don't think that <laughs> happened. <laughs> like, look, listen, listen. Alright? PK bans Kabraken. SSG bans Camazots. PK picks Ravana. SSG, Kuzumbo, Loki. That's no. their last two picks. Yeah, Kuzumbo, I know, so Loki. That didn't happen. I mean, um, come on. How many times have we done that in competitive play where we hover it and then Aces accidentally clicks it twice? <laughs> yeah, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> um, but I just don't think that the Loki was the pick that they should have done. The other thing here for this set, PK lost games one and two. And then they put Paul on Scylla. Monster. Holy shit. What? Monster. I get it. I mean, it it speaks to how good of a player Paul is when you have to ban certain things. So it's like, well, do we give him the Scylla or do we let him have a Hebo or a, or a Persephone or a Hell? And it's like, all right, we want to keep these bans the same, but we don't want them on this. But it just nobody was banning Scylla. So Paul, game three, goes six and one. Game four, five and zero. Oh. Game three... Seven and one. And I mean, he was changing team fights completely on the Scylla pick. And I think maybe that's, I expected we would see something that, or, or some God to come out this weekend that people haven't been playing or that got changed or benefited from item changes during the, the very last update. I don't know if there is a better mage right now than Scylla. You'd have to convince me otherwise, because the way Paul looked on it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Breaks my heart for Raffer and Cherio to go out like this. Raffer um, is kind of done with Smite. I think his play kind of faded off the second half of the season. This was a really long season, by the way, if people forgot that. It was a probably the longest. I'm pretty sure it was the longest regular season. And uh, he's just kind of done with the game. Cherio has to go uh, do two years of military service for Egypt. And 
two great players. I'm so sad that Cherry didn't get a ring. Rafa at least has two, but feel bad for Cherry, oh man. And you look at his Twitter and it, uh, after the games, it was pretty sad. I hope uh, I hope he's had a good last couple of days because that was that was a rough one and uh, kind of sucked to see really for me. I don't know. I know Nev's happy that PK went on. But <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. That was, big, that was big sad hours for, for Raffer and I Cherry. I know. Also. That, that's why it was the moment of silence there for you, bud. Yeah. Moment so PK moves on, and now you got to think about banning Scylla. But Niels <laughs> looks so good on the Emoja, you can't get that. Uh, one of the other targeted bans that we saw uh, against PK was Cuvo on Camazots, which nobody else was doing. Variety played it. Didn't it look good against Ghost? in the next set that I'm going to get to, but then you got to start throwing bands at Camazots because Cuba is such a, such a good Camazots player, uh, which is kind of crazy. But that took us into Saturday. Saturday games, Ghost versus Renegades. I think this was the Ghost that everybody expected to see. Oh, this was a rapid fire set. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, this one was quick. Um... Three quick games. Ghost looked really in control. And I think Renegades is the team that also has an insane early game. But in game one, they just like inted for three minutes straight. Just running in one at a time. Giving gold and XP. And then trying to go in and dying kind of a lot. Uh, Twig played Anubis game one. And holy shit, did he look good on it. Yeah. Everybody says, oh, here's the Goobus. Goes eight and two. <laughs> and I mean, he had some plays where it's like, yeah, I've seen that before in casuals. I've seen that in my rank games. Like, what are you doing? You're feeding the Anubis. Don't give him the Anubis a lead. <laughs> so the thing with Anubis is, if he gets a lead, it's going to be really fucking hard. And that game better go 30 minutes and you better catch up or else they're going to end. Ghost didn't let it get that far. Yep. Ghost looked really good. Uh, Vera picked Artemis, which we saw after uh, we didn't even talk about the Artemis picks from Zap in yeah. their set with PK or their set with SSG. But yeah, it didn't look good. It didn't look like Vera had a fun time. Jake got really punished for going deep into the jungle and making Jake plays, which, you know, you. Sometimes you, you got some, a W. You lose some. <laughs> you, yeah. you got a W sometimes. The thing, the thing I will say, <laughs> me, and, me and Bryce were laughing about this, and one of the reasons that I love watching Jake play is he will make a play like that where it's like, dude, you can't be there. Like, why are you you're walking there? Maybe there's a little over aggression out of position. Jake's coming out of base like, I'll fucking do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and he just goes right back and does the same thing. And I think there's... Yep. <laughs> And sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you look stupid, but you gotta admire the guy. He's, you know, he's got a lot of heart. He just he he doesn't get deterred from. And sometimes you need to learn. But I do like that he's not afraid to go die. He's not afraid to do it again. He's not not afraid to make plays. Uh, but this wasn't really his set to do that. And you know, before you ask yourself, well, why why did go why did Barra go Artemis? Because Ghost was watching. They banned that Apollo. <laughs> they said yep. no, sir. Yeah. No, that's... sir. 
Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't go with like a Rama or something, or maybe even a Haim or a, or a Hachi man, which we've seen Barra break out. I'll get to the Hachi picks later. But yeah, they did ban, they did first ban the Apollo, and that's second ban. But yeah, well yeah, first first phase, but yeah. first phase, uh, second ban, yeah, yeah, and then they they give it to him. Uh, if you thought, <laughs> did anybody think that Anubis would be a top ban? Nope. Uh, this tournament <laughs> not me. Happened, because Renegades banned it game two and three. They said, nah, we're not dealing with the Goobus again. We don't want them to run it down that hard. <laughs> not much to the set, really. Um, then, okay. Now, I got to talk about the Ven play. Uh, they go try to gank Solo. I think this was game two. Final K's on Kakulin. Sure. Or game, yeah, I think it was game three. And I don't want to be too mean about this. But this was like one of the worst performances I've seen in SPL in a while. I was like, when you have a missed Kraken's counter going on, that's not good. And he whiffed a Kraken over in solo lane on a like a one health final K. Final K transforms as Kakulin gets a health shield, kills Ven under tower, and solos him down with the help of the tower. From 100 HP and Ven was at full health. Okay, I get it. It was a good play by Final K. He definitely didn't int. I th- you know, whatever. He didn't die. But let's not let's not go saying Final K is the greatest player ever over this, which I saw a lot of people want to do on Twitter and Discord and everything. This was a really really bad misplay by Ven, and it hurt. It, the, it hurt to watch. The missed Kraken. Uh was kind of a common theme this weekend as you'll see later on <laughs> continue yeah so ghost win 3-0 moving on second set of the day radiance versus nev's boys pk and uh, this baited one... breath baited breath all weekend <laughs> i forgot how to breathe this weekend honestly <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, like, yeah, this set was crazy. I mean, you would have thought Radiance are going to win. Uh, it doesn't really... I mean, Radiance win game one. Uh, PK win game two. Radiance win game three. Now Radiance is on the doorstep. They need one win. And they are going to the finals against Ghost. Game four, they have three Phoenixes down. They have oh my PK's... God base i mean this is like what they did last year in game three of the finals they they win the game getting a deicide with three phoenixes down benji kind of like ants into the titan room as kakulin way ahead of his team gets blown up uh paul puts out huge damage goes six and one on the morgan and this is another another pick that you can't really give you can't give really give paul morgan or Silla. Uh, actually, sorry, he he was still at game four. Uh, it was Morgan game three. But Scary D pops off on the set. Not a pick that we've seen Scary D really play a ton. Usually when PK picked the set, they put it in mid. And the uh, the I can't imagine the mentals of, you know, you're one game away from Worlds, but if you saw the player cams for this, this was the other highlight of the weekend. Mm. Probably a bigger highlight than Mizgif was Cubo punching his <laughs> chair smarty. as they celebrated this win. 
Oh, he smited his chair. Kubo smited his chair. (laughs) Kubo smited his chair, yeah. He punched his chair, and it didn't look like a maxonomic ergonomic gaming chair. I think Dolson would have. uh, Dolson, yeah, I think Dolson actually had something to say about that. (laughs) But the ending of the game is crazy. If you haven't seen it, uh, you need to go see it because watching that live, that was that was scary enough. Yeah, I, I don't know. And then and then PK win game five because how do you not after winning game four, three Phoenixes down? I think they made it look relatively easy. Game five, they outkill sixteen to five. Paul goes six and zero on Morgan. Uvo gets the Camazots again. Looks really good on it. Uh, and, and we didn't really talk about it yet, but Zatman played pretty damn well this tournament. He he, he is a world champion. Zatman had a big set, and uh, and Neil was playing great, at least in their in their wins. And I think game game two, even Neil was on Yamir and just got picked over and over and over again. But it didn't matter because they're they're winning, and he was having an impact before he died. Uh, I think you might have had a little bit too much uh, drinky drinks during this set. Uh, game two, he did not die on cooldown as Yamir. He was only one and one. Um, might have been the the Owen Forging Chen game game one that you were thinking of. Yeah, maybe uh, the weekend started getting blurry right around this time. Owen four on Kuzenbo game three could also be the other one you were thinking of. It got a little bit blurry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had yeah, a good yeah. time hanging out with Bryce and and his <laughs> wife, and then Hoosier and his wife hung out with us on Saturday. Uh, had a really good time. Uh, down there at the at their pad, um, still hurting. Still <laughs> didn't go to work today. <laughs> not going again Man. tomorrow either. But that's not I my just, fault. I just have margaritas. I didn't go hard like you guys did. <laughs> yeah, Hoosier brought a bottle of whiskey. We built a beer wall. It was like a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You didn't tweet the beer wall like you did last year. I'm a little upset about it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to look at it. <laughs> that was a really good time. Uh, we were hanging out, popping into the Discord, and uh, doing some FaceTime and smoked some big meat on uh, Saturday. Smoked a couple cigars ourselves. It was a good time. I had a real good time down there. Uh, awesome. Hachi Man did get picked uh, game four again uh, by Zapman, which I was happy to see. I thought uh, I predicted it yonder ago that we'd see a some Hachi men at Worlds, and maybe I thought that maybe he could be the prevalent hunter pick, but they didn't, they didn't nerf Cupid and Rama quite the way I thought they would. Uh, I did like seeing PK move on because game five, Jing won. <laughs> so that's set that's at the stage for our final Ghost versus PK. Hmm. Whew! What a day. PK has gone to two game fives. They should have lost to Space Station. Definitely should have lost to Radiance. <laughs> so now, Ghost is going to 3-0 them, right? No. No, no. But no. right right before that, uh, I do want to touch on two of the tournaments they had. So uh, I want to be- give a big congrats to my boy Kermy. Uh, I've known Kermy for a little while. I've paid attention to him in the pro scene. 
Uh, I'm hoping that he gets one of the open spots, which we'll talk about a little later. But uh, Kermi, Oceans, and Renjaru won the Joust Tournament. $9,000 prize to first place. So I was really happy to see that for him. Congratulations. Uh, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Big congrats to Kermi. That was fun to watch. Um, no, but I think you watched some of the Joust Tournament. You know that Argus gets tankier as the game goes on. Argus yeah. gets tankier as the game goes on. I had to clip it because it was it was just so perfectly timed with cat jam. So (laughs) Yeah. So if you guys didn't catch it, the joust tournament, I don't know what happened on on server side, but Twitch just started looping for about a minute and a half. (laughs) And I was dying. (laughs) I was watching at work. I had my earbuds in. I I have um like a little drawer in my um, center of my desk and I put my cell phone in it and so that way if somebody walks by I kind of close my drawer and then they, they they don't know they don't know it's a secret so <laughs> I had it sitting there and it just started looping and I'm crying because I'm laughing so hard but I'm trying to not be loud while I'm laughing so I'm just tears just down my face <laughs> so I'm like if somebody walks by me right now I better make this you know, smile turn upside down into a frown because they're gonna they're gonna know I'm laughing about something. That, yeah, that's how I felt watching the all the update shows on on Thursday, and then somebody would say something funny in the chat or Discord, and I'm sitting there giggling over it. So I can relate. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, also they finished the streamer tournament. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think not to talk more about Miskip, but I think Miskip. Saw Hazer play Neath Solo against them. Uh, they banned Thanatos, <laughs> which I think is the only god he plays. So he plays Neath Solo. Like, that's going to be a thing. And the the <laughs> Twitch chat was losing it. Even though he got hard camped, he ended up doing more damage than Wraithen. Which I thought that was pretty funny. Because uh, Weekend and Wraithen, I believe they were best man at each other's wedding. So they actually played in a comp setting in a tournament against each other. Uh, seemed to be a little more fun for uh for weekend and poor chapo chapo fragged both games but sometimes your team just loses uh so that was really cool they got 30 35 thousand dollars to the make a wish foundation and i thought that was a really cool thing to see uh so appreciate high res doing that again high res is throwing thirty five thousand dollars at charity you know they, they should do charitable things they should for sure but i think that's a good tell that they're not I think the game's doing fine, so it was good to see. Peaked at 80k during the semifinals, by the way. Dead game. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that had something to do with the Twitch drops, which I thought that was really cool. You know, I'm I'm a veteran of those because of what mm-hmm. Tarkov does, but it's really cool to see Smite using the uh, the drops and some other stuff like the trivia extensions and doing that stuff yeah. in, in chat. So. I think there could be some really cool things coming for season eight. Well, Honestly, on top just of everything, but I mean, broadcast might be even better. As you said earlier, just like big props out to everybody that put the whole event together, though, because even though it was like virtual, like all of it was on Twitch, like I'm sure there was a lot of scheduling and planning and and all kinds of stuff involved to it. So thank you guys. It was you guys did a really good job with it all being at home yeah i thought that was it was pretty impressive they, they just, I, I remember 
during all this, I'm like, man, they are, they're killing it right now with everything else going on and, and letting copy posters back into the chat. They were really doing yes. a good job. Yes. <laughs> Shine this light to help the night. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, one of the things that getting, getting into this world championship, PK versus ghost, everybody thinks, okay, yeah, PK had their fun. They made it here. Ghost is going to roll. And, you know, I put it, I put out a tweet that, and Fine OK also put out a tweet that Ghost was talking a lot of shit. Uh, Fine OK came out and said something like, I'm just going to say this is just going to be an easy tournament. Uh, everybody talks smack after they win, so I'm going to do it before we win. We're going to kill it. I don't know how you have the audacity to say anything like that after losing to this team, the number seven seed, and losing Worlds when you were a heavy favorite last year. What the, f like, what on what planet, what planet is Ghost on where they're just going to shed that and think, that they could get away with talking shit and it might not, and it, there's no chance it could blow up in their face. If Ghost had won the last four fucking worlds, which they hadn't, they've been runner ups for five years, five years in a row now, five seasons, four seasons. And to think that you can come out and talk a lot of shit, that's not your move anymore. You lost that when you lost last year. And you look like idiots on the on the main stage because you lost to the 70 and you lost a, a game three that you probably should have won. I mean, to get like humiliated and get the titles taken away from you last year, I think you like Ghost needed to put their head down, get off of Twitter, shut up, and play the fucking game. Because sure they haven't been tested to me after it, it it came off to me as insecurity because that did happen last year you did lose the seven seed you lost to this team last year so surely you don't forget that and yeah they're all confident because they're winning games but what's going to happen when a team comes out and tests you and punches you right in the mouth like pk did because pk came out had a plan for dealing with ghosts early game and they made them look like fools games one and two. And I, I actually was a PK fan for, for that. I wanted a, <laughs> I wanted a good set, but PK come out and twig picks Anubis again. So you know, who's good into Anubis Nev? You know how he's like mm -hmm. immune, or he's 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 rooted for his entire ult. Is there mm -hmm, a god mm -hmm. out there that can just blow him the fuck up whenever he ults? I'm pretty sure there's a quite a few that can blow up an immobile god. I think one of I think yeah, one of them is Scylla though. Didn't, <laughs> Paul, didn't Paul just get done playing the shit out of Scylla for two sets before this and yeah. looked like a god yeah. on it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it makes sense that PK picked Scylla game one into yes. Anubis. Yes. And and game two. 
Yeah. But that was game, against the Poseidon. But yeah. Game, game one, <laughs> uh, there was kind of two stories. There are two, two mini storylines going on. Uh, this was the game I was thinking about. Neil goes 07 and 8. He gets picked as Ymir a bunch. Okay, no problem. Team still wins. Team diff. And then, on the other side, you had PBM, who was playing out of his mind and just didn't really get any help. He didn't get the help he needed. PCAT looked really good on the Cupid, but Sam on Thor, that's a tough game one to, to have because Thor's a really mechanical god. Like, there's good bit of skill to using his kit. Auto-cancels, hammers, everything. Sam could not hit a Thor ult to save his life in this game. And there's already a meme and a copypasta about that. <laughs> and I think that this was a really bad, really, really, really bad game for Sam to have for his confidence. Maybe he's unshaken. Maybe he just washed it off and, you know... He just does it, you know, whatever. Gets back into the next game, but it wasn't it wasn't a good thing for this to happen. Sam goes two and five and like missed every Thor ult, and Twitch chat was popping. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, PBM making Fenrir support look like a top pick because he was fragging on it and. Sometimes top picks, you know, they work for their playstyle, and that that Fenrir for Ghost's playstyle is really, really, really good. Uh, but PK said, "Okay, you want to play Fenrir support and run the early game? We're just all five of us are gonna buy beads and get this game to twenty minutes without getting steamrolled." And that was a good strategy. I thought I thought Chuckles, PK's coach, uh, if he called that. That is a really smart thing. You don't give them a lead anywhere. You make it really hard for ghosts to get kills, and then your comp gets better as the game goes on. That was perfectly played by PK. They come out, they win, they go up one nothing, and now everybody's. Now, now what were you thinking when they went up one nothing? Like, oh shit! Well, now it's gonna be the reverse sweep or the, the I three was, one. I was, I was, um, I was feeling pretty good. Game one, honestly. Game two was feeling pretty good. Game three. When I got a little worried. <laughs> so, game two, uh, Neil picks Sobek, and God, did he look good on Sobek all weekend? He, I'm, I'm scared of it. I wasn't even in that game. He'd be running around Sobek. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> uh, I like, I like seeing Scary D pick Achilles because that's all he played last year. So it's like, oh shit, here comes the Achilles again. Uh, don't remember too much about this game other than Twig not looking too great on the Poseidon since they lost all the confidence in the Anubis pick, it seems, after game one. Um, PK's draft, they get Cupid, Scylla, Sobek. That... Can, why didn't they ban Scylla? They... I, I get it. I you ban know. your Moja, you ban the Ymir, you don't want to deal with the Ymir. Uh, which speaks to Neil. He goes 0-7 on Ymir and then goes still ban it. So it was still causing problems. I don't I don't really know what this what this game was. 
Kubo gets Sukiyomi again. Which Kubo, by the way, looked really good this whole tournament. I can't believe that he didn't end up getting MVP. Uh, I was genuinely surprised by that. And we'll uh, I'll get to my thoughts on Kubo, but he was he was popping off these games. He had a he had a, a little bit of a tougher time in this one, but I mean, uh, I think PK just made their shot calling was just better. I think they turned a fight. Ghost was ahead in this game, and PK turn uh, turn a huge fight in mid. End up getting Fire Giant. They I think they took Fire Giant on. Uh, if I remember right, this was the game where they do Fire Giant and Gold Fury at the same time, and it, Ghost was left with their pants down. Like, what just happened? And whoever was doing the shot calling on PK, which I think was Neil Ma was just on point all weekend. So now, Nev is happy. PK's up 2-0. <laughs> and you're like... And then game three happens. <laughs> they're not They're not going to 3-0 Ghost, are they? Oh, boy. Game mm, three. No. no, they're not. Uh, game, game three. three. Just looking, looking, at, looking at the slash lines right now. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Game three, Ghost remembered how to play Smite. Yep. Uh, Panicat, again, looking great on the Cupid. I feel bad because I think Panicat played really well. Panicat does... Panicat played well enough to win a world championship. They just didn't. Sam gets the Awheelish, which is one of his best picks and something that he's looked really good on. They put Twig on Hebo, not Poseidon, and Twig is a very, 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 very good Hebo player. And... They steamroll PK to force game four. And maybe, and, and you know, we saw the Scylla top picked again, and Ghost didn't seem to care that Paul was doing this. Said, all right, we'll deal with the Scylla. A wheelish can pull her. Uh, you know, Fenrir can, Fenrir can stick on her. Cupid kind of hard counters. It is. I think they had a plan, but it didn't. They did a bad job executing it later down the road. Uh, game four, kind of the same thing. Got a little bit close, but I don't think this one was ever really. Uh, you know, it wasn't really in doubt. This is Ghost game to lose again, and Sam looking great on the wheelish. Fino looked really good on Cthulhu, and again, Sobek, Silla, Apollo for. PK, but Ghost just run the early game. They got a huge lead, and now we're in game five. Need a mental reset for PK, because now it's winner take all. We need, we need one win. What are we picking? Nev, where was your mental at after that? Going into game ah, five. Ah, <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, <laughs> if I had to put it delicately. <laughs> I think it was something like that. Um, just refreshing my mind here on the, or my memory here on the picks and bans here. The Scylla not banned, not picked. Or picked. Paul went yeah. Morgan. Yeah, this is something that I hate to see uh, in my comp games, in my scrims. I hate it when somebody picks Morgan and then they pick something with that's really impactful with Morgan. 
like Humbots or Cthulhu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because uh, what's worse a... than one Cthulhu running at you? <laughs> Two Cthulhus, which is exactly what happened, and I lost my shit. <laughs> I'm surprised the game didn't break, honestly. Morgan and Cthulhu? I, <laughs> I was prop, like, wait, no! No, they don't listen them. to Bachi! They don't know what happens when there's two Cthulhus on the map! <laughs> <laughs> the remake, same picks? Oh my god, that would have been horrible. But, yep. Smite game holds up. And again, Ghost, <laughs> we're in control of this game. I thought PK's yep. draft was outstanding. They... Pick the Morgan, Cthulhu, and top pick Cupid, which is a really good core. They pick Cupid. Cupid is already one of the best hunters, but Panda Cat looked really fucking good on the Cupid. So if they don't pick it there, Panda Cat gets the Cupid. They pick Morgan, Cthulhu, ban Fenrir and them, and then pick something impactful and that can make a lot of space, which is what this draft was meant to do. You have Cupid ult, you have two Cthulhus, and a Kuzumbo. And then they get Cubo as Kamazots. And I think it slept on how well Cubo did because he takes a god like Kamazots, one that we don't see anybody else playing in the jungle really. And you know, he he looked borderline unstoppable on it. I mean he's getting in there doing a ton of damage. He's able to, you know, get on uh Panda Cat and Captain Twig, uh who picked the Poseidon again. I don't know why they picked Poseidon. But this game comes down to Ghost have a Phoenix down. And PK is in a position to uh, defend against, uh, or, or they're in a position to defend the Fire Giant. I think some of these, some of these fights, or some of this Fire Giant dancing, I remember being mad at Ghost for not starting it because PK had to worry about waves. They were picking bad engagements. Uh, they weren't really starting the fight. And it kind of wasn't just fire giant dances. It was also gold fury dances. Yeah. Which was stressing me out so much. <laughs> yeah. This, it, even though they did have a Phoenix down, you still felt like this game was on a knife's edge and it, it just didn't look like uh, they were really getting the initiation that they wanted from their comp because they kind of let PK control those fights. And now when you have, I mean, they have a Kakoan and a Humbots. Uh, it was weird for me to see them put PBM on Kepri. Now uh, I know the Kepri's a good pick, but it's just not PBM style. It seemed, they seem to switch up what worked so well in games three and four. And then they're, you know, I get it. They don't, they're waiting for, the engage from PK, but this struck me as going back to what I was saying about some insecurity. They, when they, when this game was on the line, they kind of just turtled up a little bit and it, whatever it happens is sometimes it sucks. I've lost my fair share of tournaments, uh, being a, a quote unquote better team. And we just felt like we lost. Some people can, show up and play on game day and some people aren't so good in the clutch it's fine i'm just saying if any one of these ghost players talks any shit during season eight i might have to get on twitter (laughs) 
I'm gonna have to get on <laughs> oh, Twitter and maybe, uh, let them know because like this you, just su- you subtweeting or are you are you direct adding? I'll probably direct that. Like this just oh, pisses me shit. off as like a competitor. Like you're gonna talk all this smack, but then you look like this and you turtle up in the clutch. You can't do both. I mean, I mean, maybe they're trying to talk themselves into having confidence, but PK take the fight at fire, and they just caught ghost so out of position. Kepri Revive wasn't good. Uh, Scary D Olsen is Cthulhu. You got Cuvo going ham. Paul gets a triple kill. And he, he I don't know if you saw the, the up-close clip of the, the very last fight, but Paul was in there. I don't know how he didn't take more damage, but Paul is, <laughs> I mean, I know it's Morgan, but like he is in there. In there. <laughs> he I definitely remember kill. the beginning of of that last part where he was standing in between um, in the, in the jungle um, Mm -hmm. in that little corridor there and you see him do his three and then start to walk into the fight. And then I guess somebody was like, no, 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 not yet. And he's like, Oh, okay. 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 (laughs) He backs up He gets behind the wall. He waits for his three to get off cooldown and then he does it again. And then he actually goes into the fight and then that's, that's GG's. But um, I just, I would love to hear like the shot calling um, of like that part because I just want to know what happened. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> no, he, no, not yet. <laughs> he looked very comfortable. I'm surprised that. Well, you know, I'm not really surprised because after losing two games, they needed to mix it up. I think Ghost actually did do a pretty good job dealing with the Scylla considering the two games he's on Scylla. They are the two most recent ones. He doesn't really have an impact. So. Again, great drafting by PK to say, let's switch it up. It was working before, but let's not go to the well too many times. PK get a deicide or, or kill four at Fire Giant mm-hmm. with one mm-hmm. of their Phoenixes down. And mm-hmm. it's a short trip down mid. PK takes home the Season 7 World Championship for Neoma, Zap, Paul, and Scary D. It's their second in a row. And Cuvo Fred gets his first title. I was really happy to see that for for Cuvo. Um, I'm not really sad about Ghost losing. I don't really feel anything for them after after that. I mean, it sucks for Captain Twig. Because he's been to every Worlds and he's yet to win. And Captain Twig, I don't think, got on Twitter and, and said anything. But it was a PBM and fine okay going out there and you know i I don't know i just didn't like it It didn't i I get it i ghost fans probably liked it at the time but you know you gotta win to to kind of hold that so i I was happy to see pk win despite what you may think nev (laughs) i was just happy that i was right (laughs) you were right i nev said it from the beginning I will say it again on here. All credit goes to Nev for making that bold PK prediction. And I mean, what a what a storyline. They beat the number one, two, and three seeds in three five game sets. They have crazy endings in SSG, crazy endings in Radiant Set. Uh, and I don't think I mean standard team fight at fire but when it's for the world championship that's pretty crazy too yeah um, just a real freaking good weekend of smite 
just a real good weekend to smite. Yeah, it, it was awesome. I think it was like the best that they possibly could have done with it being at home and games being online. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, not too many. I notice I say too many because there were a couple of technical difficulties earlier in the week. Um, I think, wasn't it Radiance lost internet like twice in one set or some crazy uh, shit? Renegades did, yeah. Renegades, that's who it was, yep. Yeah, but overall, it wasn't so. It wasn't so bad. Yeah, it was like a spectator bug and a couple, a few pauses, but there were no glaring issues. If you guys remember last year, where like at thirty seconds in the game one, they decided to remake and then ban Persephone for the rest of the yep. tournament. Yep, that or was season yeah. five, where Morgan was disabled. Yep, uh, for the entire <laughs> tournament. Yep. This one went off without a hitch. No, and no, and Oregon and Cthulhu definitely tested that. Yeah, yeah, we would have known. <laughs> we would have known if our issue was an isolated one, <laughs> or not an isolated one, if it had happened to them on the world stage. <laughs> we'll be right back. We got a remake. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, uh, <laughs> Paul's computer is on fire. <laughs> it's like uh, the it's like the the gif. Where um, everything's on fire and it's just the little cartoon guy sitting at the table. It's fine. Everything's, everything's fine. <laughs> on uh, Saturday, I was wondering, how are they going to... They have the trophy in the studio. What's going to happen <laughs> is... Uh, is Hindu Man sitting in his... Is Hindu Man going to be sitting in his car halfway between both houses waiting to hear who wins and then drive to the winner? There's a little behind the scenes stuff that happened that made that uh the hammer pickup possible but i did really enjoy the the skit or the little video that they put out where with hindu man yeah. in a helicopter a helicopter he's and he's flying. like well i didn't know there weren't handles and helicopters all the movies <laughs> applied to me <laughs> so yeah just just little things like that throughout the weekend were really fun to see uh and they had some really good Really, really impressive art and videos that uh, of the new gods of season eight. Yeah, it was just a really good weekend for Smite. I'm glad that uh, got to go visit Bryce. I wish that you could have been there, Nev, and that we could have had all of uh, both <laughs> Depp and Fro and all of our listeners yeah. and could have done that at, at Atlanta, but. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to do that next season. And even though it was SWC at home, I already have, like, post-Worlds depression. I'm, like, very sad. I'm like, man, I gotta wait a whole another year. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I feel that. I'm kind of, like, I'm kind of sad about the map. I mean, I'm excited for the new map, but I didn't. The new map. You, oh, that's right, because you weren't home, so you didn't play PTS, and we won't go too much into PTS chatter because that's another episode. Um, well, it, it, but I played it, map, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. So with this map, uh, this is what I learned conquest on. Like, I didn't start playing until. Oh, that's I didn't start true. really yeah. seriously playing until the middle of season five. And same here, same for me. So yeah, no, I understand. 
I understand. It'll be um it'll be a lot of reminiscing and, and nostalgia when we look back at some old clips from competitive days or old streams mm-hmm. or something like that. Um but I'm honestly looking forward to the changes of the map. The jungle is way more immersive. Um, lots more uh, corridors, lots more choke points, uh, and little ricochet walls you could do with Ho Yi, and uh, all kinds of fun stuff going on in the jungle. And then, of course, the different camps, um, and then all the starter items. Yeah, and, so that's yeah. that's what I'm really excited about is when I played. So, so I downloaded Smite Season Two, and at that point, I was only playing with a few coworkers that would. Uh, asked me to stop playing Destiny or Madden or whatever I was playing at the time and be like, hey, we're going to do Infinite Assaults, five boxes, you down? I'm like, I'm down, I'm there. But, you know, I played some in Season 3 and Season 4, but back then I was using Smite Fire or whatever builds I could find, whatever people recommended mm-hmm. to me. But I didn't know what any of them did. I was just building the items because somebody told me to without really having an understanding of what they did at all or what I should be doing. And I, I, when I think about those days, I, I laugh. The first thing I do is laugh because I'm like, dude, I must have been so, so bad. Because yeah. yeah, I <laughs> didn't understand what anything was was happening. Who uh, reads? Not me. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't remember what Wait, gods have passives? Shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe at one time I did. But maybe at that time, maybe I'm not giving myself enough credit. But I don't remember what any of the fucking starter items do. So that'll tell you. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like a whole new thing to me. Everybody's like, oh, Blue, Blue Stone is back. I'm like, sick. What's Blue Stone uh, do? Yeah, what's that do? <laughs> Death's Toll Bologna. Why is that good? What what did Death's Toll do? I don't... So yeah, I think it would be really fun for me learning the starter items of there's going to be, I think it's going to be a long time before we mm. really know what's meta. I think we will know yeah. some stuff is good, but then I don't, Well, again, we won't know till SPL comes back. And that's honestly part of the fun. And I, uh, I said this on Friday on my stream, you know, shameless self-promo here. Um, but I did do uh, in-houses on PTS on my stream on Friday night. Lots of fun, by the way. Thank you guys who all stopped out and, and had fun with that with me but i did say on the stream now's the best time for you to learn conquest if you have ever been hesitant about playing conquest like you don't know the mode you don't know the map you don't have um, a group of friends that you want to group up with and learn conquest now's the time new map new items gods are changing gods are getting buffed gods are getting upgraded and updated and reworked and remodeled and all kinds of stuff so now is the time before spl starts group up with somebody in bot g or a whole group of people in bot g and learn season eight because now's the time to do it yeah and on that note it's not closing just yet because i do have some more spl but for any of the new listeners maybe you guys came from youtube chat maybe you've uh seen this on Twitter or something, hop in the Discord. There are Discord links on every episode on in the description on SoundCloud and on our Twitter. Hop in the Discord, guys, because there's some there's some great people in here. It's a really fun place to... Uh, I, I know I've met so many people through Baji and just grouping up for games. There's always people playing, and, and you can... You know, we have... Uh, looking for group channels and 
you know, theory crafting channels or whatever, all things smite. So if you guys aren't in the discord, hop in the discord, get in there, hang out with us. Yes. Uh, before we go, last thoughts on season eight SPL. Uh, there are at least, and it's happening soon. Nev, it's going to be all, it's going to be, it's going to be really fun on Twitter. Um, Roster Yay. changes. Yay! There are going roster to be quite a few roster changes. <laughs> um, there are going to be at least three openings. Uh, with Cherio. I didn't even mention that earlier. Uh, with the Radiant set adapting his, mm-hmm. yep, his storied, legendary adapt King King Kennet career is over for right now. He's not coming back to SPL. So you have two junglers to replace, a support. And it sounds mean, but I think that inbound is also going to end up being replaced. Could be some new hunters coming in. Uh, I think two of the names that I want to watch out for for SPL in the jungle are... uh, Layers, who was on Mind the Gap mm-hmm. and played insane during the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Johnny, or Gizoni, from Belt Slap, if he's able to move from EU to NA, uh, he could find himself an SPL spot. And my boy Kermy. I'm hoping that Kermy can Hell make yeah. it there. Uh, he looked really good in his wildcard sets, and I think you could, they got team diffed a little bit, but you know Kermy can frag. I know that you can do that. And then support. I don't know. Maybe maybe Quig, maybe Trix Tank comes back. That I think that'd be really cool. Uh, I don't know where there's gonna be openings there. And then uh, I'm also really hoping my boy Leo Dishonored or Dishonored mm. is, is mm-hmm. his IGN. He's been in the SEC scene for a while, and he's got some chops. And I'm hoping that he gets picked up for a spot. So. Curious to see it, now. Usually, what happens is that Worlds, everybody's talking about what the rosters are going to be for next season. And I know they're not together, but those talks are already happening. Uh, so I'll be really anxious to see what happens with the high res controlled teams and what mm-hmm. those start to shape. I really want to see the team names. I hope they don't fuck those up too bad. Yeah, same. I don't want there to be like dumb team names. <laughs> if that's like a very petty thing to worry about. High res team A. <laughs> High res team B. Well, they did. You know what? When they. When the whole Chapo Maddie Pocket thing happened in season six. Do you oh, remember? wow. Yeah. I remember re- that. Yeah. Do you remember what they named that team afterwards? They made. They, High res. Issued a team oh, name like and a placeholder. Players, yeah, it was a placeholder. But Hi-Rez did the naming. Do you remember? Yeah, what that name I don't was? remember. I don't remember. It was the Grim Deaths. Oh. Was that not <laughs> an obvious hint to Cthulhu that I don't Cthulhu, think anybody? Yeah, and like up a battle on? pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, hopefully names are cool. I don't That's know, actually but, pretty cool. <laughs> that's cool. I want to see them do names. That's, that's like way that, cooler than high res team A. 
I want to see them do names like that, but if they name eight teams, if they're all the Manticores, it's the Manticores versus Scorpions this week. It, like, I don't know. It might be cool for like a week, but I don't know. I, I hope, hope Hi-Rez uh, spices it up, which I think they'll do. I, I, I've learned to trust Hi-Rez during my time in Smite, so just anxious to see that. And to see what happens with season eight on the new map, I don't know. It was it was a great world. I would have liked to see a different team win, to be honest. But it was cool that the way it played out. Listen, I was right. All right, thank you guys so much for joining us. Yeah, thank take you us guys. on out of here. All right, thank you to everybody. I don't know the list, but every everybody out there, if you're listening <laughs> to this, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and we will see you next week with our regular host. Maybe some drunk lore. Depp said drunk lore. I am going to throw up if I think about alcohol. So. Yeah. Why, don't, why, don't we, why don't we readdress this like later? Like we'll two days from it. now. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Two, I don't know. Two days is enough time. I don't know. Okay. All right. Next week. All right, all right. Maybe two weeks from now. Maybe, maybe drunk lore two weeks from now. <laughs> all right. Let's close this thing out and go play some Smite ourselves. Hell Deuces. yeah. Bye.